Hey, this is Hannah Ad, and you are listening to the People's Podcast. Welcome back to the People Podcast, where we are now on episode number 47. This week, I'm talking to Hannah Eide, who is currently exploring the country while living out of her van. This episode came together because I was driving to work a couple weeks ago when I noticed a very unique van on the highway. It was a big van, and it had certain things written on the outside. Things like, artist for hire, free showers appreciated, this is not my second home, Plus, it had Hannah's Instagram handle written on it. At that point, I was incredibly intrigued. So I reached out to Hannah via Instagram because I just had to know more. And I am so glad I did. Remember in episode 28 when we highlighted Conway King, the man who retired and started exploring the country with his van? Well, nearly 20 episodes later, we're highlighting another story about van life. And just like Conway's story, Hannah's story is inspirational, fun, and exciting. So let's get to it and hear from the star of this week's episode, Hannah Eide. Hannah, thanks for taking the time. How's it going? It's going well. Thank you for having me on the show and reaching out to me via Instagram from my van. Absolutely. Well, yeah, let's start right there. I mean, I saw you driving your van on a Northern California highway a couple weeks ago, but let's go back to the beginning. How long have you been living out of your van and how did you get the idea to do such a thing? Yeah, so I've been in my van for like three and a half months, I believe. I left May 1st from uh, Utah and I have always kind of wanted to live on the road since I was a kid I just remember like when I was like 12 or 13 just like drawing out, uh different diagrams of van layouts and so it's been that desire has been there for a while um the push um to actually buy the van was just kind of this winter was a really hard time for me mentally and I was very depressed and um really needed a change in my life and really need to kind of slow down and have more space to feel emotions. And so I decided to go all in and get a van and been on the road since. And yeah, I'm so glad I decided to go, go for it and get a van living um, kind of by myself right now. Well, that's a deep and profound beginning to your journey. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, What is the significance of Utah? Is that just kind of where you got the van? Are you from Utah? How come you started there? Yeah, so I'm from Minnesota. I went to Utah for college, and I went to college for like about a year and then dropped out. I kind of like all of high school was like, I'm never going to college, and then found myself there anyway. Um, so I think I realized that college is really just not the route that I wanted to take in life. And, um, after I dropped out, I was working at a climbing gym there for a bit. Um, and that was super fun. Um, I was going on like road trips every weekend, (laughs) just climbing a whole bunch. Um, and yeah, now I just get to live like one long road trip basically. That is so fun. Now, when you were kind of putting this idea and everything together, what was the most exciting part about committing to van life and getting everything going? At first, I think I was most excited about like actually doing the build. 
um, it was kind of like, it was kind of scary just because I haven't done anything like that before. Um, but finding like a van was really frustrating and really exciting for me just because I was like, I get to find a new home right now and I get to own my own home at 19. And that's really kind of fun and exciting and something not a lot of people get to do. Absolutely. Now, what about the most challenging part about committing to van life and putting everything together? Yeah, so the most challenging part, so I've, like, uh, done a lot of road trips and, like, kind of sort of lived in my car um, the previous summer. And I think the most challenging part was not isolating myself in this life and also, like, consistently eating because I have a really hard time eating enough. And living in a car is like, okay, I can just skip a meal and it's hard to eat. So I'm just going to not eat. Um, So I think with the van, that was uh, very intentional for me to have a space where I can cook and I can try to not um, limit what I can eat. And then as far as community, that was something I was really nervous about going into it because I was like, I know I need people, especially because this is like a lot of why I'm doing it is around mental health. Um, and so that was scary. Um, but I've been, I've been meeting so many people on the road. I was traveling with some people for a while and that was really good. So it's like, I have to be intentional about the community part still, but I was really nervous about that. Well, that's good that you've started to meet a lot of people along the way. And I I would imagine that's kind of how it goes with you. So that's super fun. But I want to touch back on food. You talked about cooking and making sure you're eating enough and all that. What do you usually Mm -hmm. eat for meals while you're out on the road? And, you know, what kind of things have you been cooking? Yeah, it varies a lot. But recently I have been getting down the van diet a little bit better. And I don't know, eating a lot healthier. Um, I eat a lot of like oatmeal or breakfast sandwiches for breakfast and that's really easy and cheap. And then, um, a lot of like produce I go to like the farmer's market, wherever I like am at the moment. Um, and that has been really fun just cause I get to meet people and I get to eat local, like really good food. Um, so I eat a lot of like veggie burritos, um, a lot of rice and, yeah, I am not the most creative with food, but I eat a lot of salads too. That's up there, so it is on the list. Yeah, not the most creative with food, but I have been getting like really good food, so that's good. You got to give yourself some credit, Hannah, because I saw on Instagram recently, you found a bunch of blackberries and all of a sudden you were making blackberry jam, which led to a delicious meal of jam with toast. What city were you yes. in during that experience and how did you make that happen? Yeah, so I was in Brookings, um, which is Oregon, like Southern Oregon. And I like went to the beach and then when I was driving out from the beach, I saw these ladies picking blackberries on the side of the road. I'm like, Ooh, I want to join. So I joined in and was picking some blackberries just from like public land. Um, and I got like a shit ton of them. I was like suddenly like, Oh my God, what do I do with these? And I live in a van, so I can't uh, store things very well. So I was like, let's make jam. I've never made jam before, but it turned out really good. I was surprised. It was a fun little experience. 
That's so fun. Just one of the many things you've picked up along the way, I imagine. <laughs> um, and then just kind of going back to your van a little bit, Hannah, you have a lot of stuff written on it. Uh, stuff like this is not my second home, artist for hire, free showers appreciated. You have your Instagram handle on there and a lot of other stuff. How did you decide uh-huh. what to write on the van? Did that come at the beginning as you were going? What's the story there? No, so um, there's nothing written on it until like uh, a couple weeks ago. I was, um, one of my friends had like chalkboard paint and so I put it on like the back windows um, because he had it on his bus and I had extra. So I was like, let's go. <laughs> let's put some chalkboard on this thing. And so I had like little things written on my windows and then the, I don't know, maybe a week ago, um, as with my nomad friends and I gave them a whole bunch of chalk and to the bottom of my van, like there's a little strip of black paint all the way around my van. Since that is black too, I was like, you know what, just write on anything. I told them like, write whatever you want. Um, so yeah, I got a random collage of all my nomad friends ideas and it was great. I love it. It really makes for some great decorations. <laughs> but what about uh, inside the van, Hannah? What are the main sources of entertainment you have in there? As far as entertainment, not much. I spend most of my time outside or with people. Um, I do have a lot of books in here, so I've been trying to read more. I'm really bad at like sitting down and actually reading, but in this life, it's a lot easier just because I have a lot more free time. Um, so I've been reading quite a few books. Um, but yeah, I really don't spend that much like awake time in the van. Actually, I spend a lot of time like outside climbing or paddleboarding or I got to go surfing this morning, which was fun. That was my first time surfing. And yeah, so most of my time spent definitely outside. I feel like that's the way to go anyways. You know, if you're out and about in the van, I think exploring is the move for you. So that's super cool. You know, you've talked about how you just started um, surfing. You learned how to make Blackberry Jam. What are some other skills or hobbies you've gotten into now that you've been out on the road? Oh, let's see. Um, I've definitely got way more into climbing, especially I lived in Mammoth for a little bit in the van. Um, And so I did a lot of climbing there, which was fun. Um, the past like couple weeks or months, I've been really trying to lean into like community and like whoever I'm around. Um, so honestly, a lot of my time has been, been spent just like hanging out with people. I was with a group of like three or four people. Um, and yeah, we spent like every day together, just like doing workouts on the beach or doing yoga. I think yoga is the one that I've definitely been picking up more on the road. Um, Super good for me mentally. Helps me slow down, move my body, really appreciate this body that I get to live in. Um, But yeah, a lot of time spent with people because I think there's so much power in the people I get to meet on this road. And yeah, so so much wisdom I get to from people too. That's great. And I imagine that's one of the best parts about being out on the van is that you're just meeting people in all these new places all the time. And you touched on Mm -hmm. it earlier, how big the community would be for you and meeting people. So can you think of a moment or two where somebody has really helped you out when you needed it or imparted some really valuable wisdom? Yeah. Um, so yesterday, actually, I was like, I've been in my van for like almost four months now. Never really had doubts about like living in the van. I've always been kind of all in and really stoked on it. 
Um, but I had a couple of days of like being depressed and like really struggling, kind of being lonely and stuff. And yesterday I was on the beach, um, just hanging out and this, uh, guy, Nathan was there, which I met. Um, we started talking and he was a really cool dude. He gave me some connections to some really cool things that I'm now stoked on. So that helped me a lot. And just like, um, he mentioned that he's going to like a herbal fest or fair this weekend in Washington. And he was like, yeah, you could like tell him if you want. And so now I'm going to Washington to a herbal fair. And I am very curious about like the plant medicine world and kind of the more spiritual world. Um, so super excited to hear about that. And just like meeting people like Nathan yesterday that are like, right off the bat meeting them it's like super good conversation it's super like authentic like this is actually where I'm at in my life like I was able to share more about my mental health with him which was really needed for me in that moment and he was able to like hold space for me that was so powerful for me so yeah I think there's been quite a few experiences like that where it's like random people on the beach or like I met people camping that like now I travel with. Um, but yeah, it's always so special when I get to meet people like that. That is a great story. And meeting Nathan, I imagine, is just one of the many people you're going to meet along the way and, and have met along the way. Kind of piggybacking off the story of you meeting Nathan, how many other new friends have you made along the way? And which city or area do you think has been the friendliest so far? <laughs> yeah, friendliest for like living in a vehicle by far Mammoth, California, uh, Mammoth Lakes. That place is so magical to live in your vehicle because you like, there's this area called Shady Rest, and at the beginning of the road, like right outside of town, there's like a water station where you can fill up water, dump trash, and then you keep going, and there's a whole bunch of like dispersed campsites so, like along this road that are just like in this beautiful wooded area. Um, and there's so many people there living in their vehicles. Um, so that's like probably been my favorite place. Um, but yeah, uh, the group that I've been traveling with I met in Tahoe just at this area called Watson Lake it was like another little dispersed campground area um yeah but honestly like any like trailhead or stuff like that there's normally like someone there living out there vehicle nomad that's fun to talk to have you exchanged any like van secrets or I guess kind of like tricks of the trade? Like maybe you saw someone set up and you're like, oh, wow, you have that. Like, I didn't know I could do it like that or something like that. You know, is there anything that you've kind of picked up along the way that you've added or subtracted from your van? Um, not so much about my build. I think um, the more I'm on the road, the more I realize it's less about the build and less about the vehicle and more about like the experiences. Um, I've picked up a lot, especially recently, on um, different gigs and ways to make money on the road that it's, like, hard to know about until you, like, meet people doing it. And then you're like, oh, that's awesome. You can go work at random events and make some money bartending or whatever all around the country. So there's definitely a lot of job things that I've been picking up on. 
Well, that's good. And then, you know, you've talked about how you were at Mammoth Lake. You're going to Washington. You were in California when I saw you. In total, where have you been with the van so far? And what spot has been your favorite? Yeah, so you kind of hit it there. Like, uh, I came from Utah, booked it all the way to California. Um, Stayed in California for a couple months. Been in Oregon for a couple days. Going to Washington. That's kind of an extent of it so far there will be many more states to come though <laughs> many more places to be traveled um definitely favorite being mammoth though awesome i don't think i've been there so you're inspiring me to get out there and, and see what it's all about um where yeah. you know you said you're planning on going a lot of other places but what exactly are you planning you know is there a destination or two that you're really looking forward to yeah um that has been something I'm learning also on the road is you don't always know where you're going. Um, I've been trying to like make plans, but never really worked out to make plans. Such as yesterday meeting Nathan, I did not think I was going to Washington and now I'm going to Washington and like probably later today. <laughs> um, so a lot of it is very last minute, like um, kind of letting, letting the journey take you and like, the people that you meet often are like the connections I get to like where I should go next. Um, it is kind of confusing though. Sometimes I'm like, okay, now where, <laughs> um, generally I've been trying to go up the coast and then I've been thinking of trying to go somewhere warm for the winter. So possibly like Arizona or Mexico, that'd be fun. But yeah, I really don't have like a plan or destination right now. That's fun, though. I mean, I like that you're kind of just, you know, you don't have a schedule. You're just going along as you meet people and as opportunities arise. I think that's a good way to go about it. And then just mm-hmm. um, kind of taking a big picture overview, Hannah, you mentioned that you were in a tough spot before the van life. And I'm mm-hmm. kind of curious, you know, do you think that this whole lifestyle for you has been good for you? Have you gotten what you've wanted out of it? And, you know, maybe what have you learned about yourself while being out on the road solo? Yeah, for sure. Um, I have definitely learned a lot about myself. I think overall it's been really good for me. Um, as I kind of mentioned, like I was in a tough spot before going on the road. And like kind of before that, I had gone to like an adult wilderness therapy program. And there I had done really well. And so van life for me has been trying to incorporate a lot of the things that I learned um, at wilderness therapy into my life now. And a lot of that has looked like trying to slow down. I think, um, before being nomadic, I would be like working two jobs and going to college and doing this and that, and like have no time to like slow down, be with myself, be with the people around me in a very like authentic way and be able to show up in the way I want to. And also like, a lot of my goal has been like when emotions arise, like being able to feel that. So I have so much space right now. I have so much support and I'm able to like, when I'm having a hard time, be able to be in that spot where I am and be able to feel depressed and feel these things that oftentimes I just push down and ignore. And it's hard to do that, but it's so beautiful because I'm learning just like so much about myself so much about how to be supported um i 
have a hard time like asking for help. Like I think a lot of people do. Um, but within that, like having to reach out or call people like, Hey, I'm not doing well. I need someone to talk to you has been really good for me. Um, and really beautiful. And also in return, that's opened up a lot of spaces where I can help those people as well. Um, so yeah, a lot of my journey has been like around kind of my depression and mental health. I'm very inspired, Hannah, by your journey and you just kind of taking the initiative, like knowing that this is something that you want and it's something that can help you. And it sounds like it really has. So that's great to hear. And I appreciate you sharing everything. And um, I Mm kind of wanted to ask too, you know, for people that might listen to this and be like, wow, Hannah is living the dream. She doesn't have a schedule. She's going around the country left and right. I want to do something like this. What kind of advice would you have for someone that is, you know, around your age, they're young and they want to get out on the road and live in a van? Definitely like go for it. I think um, a lot of stress, especially nowadays, like with Instagram and stuff has been put around like what vehicle you're in. Like you can have like a really cool build. You can have like insane, like vans can get insanely expensive. You really don't need anything that fancy. You'll meet so many people like I was hanging out with like three people living on the road this morning when I was surfing and they all live in like just normal cars. And so like you really don't need anything fancy, especially start with get out there. You're going to like meet people. You're going to like find what you like or figure out that you need something more stationary. Like nomadic life is not for everyone. Um, I think simplifying life is like the biggest thing. Like I get to go explore a lot of places, which is really cool. But the biggest thing for me recently and change in lifestyle is simplifying my life where I don't have to spend much money. I don't have to make much money. I don't have to like spend all my time at work. I can really like focus on myself and my healing. I think that over anything, like even if you're not on the road, you can see that. Awesome. I love it. It's really a beautiful thing what you're doing, Hannah. And um, lastly, I want to just circle back to something you said earlier that uh, you've been getting a lot of time to read and you've read some books. I'm a big book guy myself. So is there a book or two you can recommend? Yeah. So one I read a little bit ago is Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man by Emmanuel Acho. It's just kind of about um, race and like racism in the u.s and goes back in history as well as very like newer history um it was published like less than a year year ago i think um so it's really cool um it's a really kind of emotional book but also he adds in some humor and it's it's a really good book really informative so i like that one um the gift of imperfection by brene brown that's like one of my favorite books, um, kind of, yeah, a lot of stereotypes around Brene Brown, but I love her. Um, and I'm forgetting the name of the book I'm reading right now. But yeah, I like those two books a lot. Great. Thank you for the recommendations. I'll be sure to add those to my list. Um, and yeah, just, I got to say, Hannah, I'm really inspired by your story. I really enjoyed hearing about everything and I'm rooting hard for you. You have an amazing story and I'm really inspired by it again. So thank you so much for taking the time to join the show. And if you ever loop back to California, I hope we can reconnect sometime down the road. 
Thank you. I will be sure to reach out to you and thank you for this opportunity. What a lovely conversation with Hannah this week. It was really great to hear about her travels and everything she's learned about herself while being out on the road. But that just about wraps up episode 47 of the People Podcast. Make sure you're following the show on Instagram at People Podcasting for all the latest updates and follow Hannah at Hannah E 2020. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you all next Wednesday in episode 48.